Growing up with a cane pole in his hand Like a food tram sitting down by the street That leads him to the corpus play Give him a shotgun to please his mind Give them quail a few reasons to fly Living in the city just ain't for me I wanna go back to the country Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road And Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes And Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road and Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, if you're going, leave the sinking ship behind. Come on. Welcome back, Regulators. The Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old team clock on the back of their own. But we call it home live every Sunday morning, 7 to 9 at theoutdoorzone.com. Or you can, on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network, or you can catch us 24-7 on this recorded podcast at theoutdoorzone.com and all your favorite podcast platforms. My name is TJ Graney in the bunkhouse with me this week. Cody Ryan. <laughs> All week long, we have you've had the joy of spending with me, and uh, yes. you're welcome. You're welcome for a wonderful yes. week. Uh, yes, extreme knowledge. It has been. Good looks. I can feel the love. I Do can I have feel a it. Nail protruding from my forehead, <laughs> uh, and beefsteak. Oh yeah. oh yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. And uh, Ty wires the guy who gets here early, makes sure the gate gets open. Fires up the old pot belly stove. Want to thank you, the regulators, for being tuned in. Hey, uh, McBride's Guns, it, there's no more important time to own a firearm, have your private firearms, uh, or begin your collection of firearms. Who I've, I don't know how many people I've talked to over the last few weeks that are like, I need a few guns. I'm like, yeah, you do. Just huh. head on over to McBride's Guns, the Austin family-owned and operated local full-service full firearm dealer. Whether you're looking for a rifle, shotgun, personal carry, special order maybe, the staff at McBride's can help you get what you need, get what you want. Go see them over at, uh, they're in the same place they've been, corner of 30th and Lamar. Call them 472-3532 or online, McBride'sGuns.com, McBride'sGuns.com. Our hometown gun shop for us guys here in the bunkhouse. <clears throat> so, hey, I talk was to me. Talk I to was, me, Goose. Talk to me. Okay. I uh, I was really excited to bring this article up for Beefsteak, and um, and and as I read the article, I would I kept looking and kept looking and looking, and I got to the end of the article, so. Let me just say that the beginning of this article 
there's a giant or a big picture that covers the entire screen of a German shepherd running through a field, a pasture, right? Yep. And the article is the most underrated hunting dogs. Oh, yeah. And I was like, here we go. The oh, beefsteak is going to be so excited. That's why you didn't send it over to me, right? He's going to be so excited to see this this article uh, from Outdoor Life. He's going to he's just going to he's going to be excited that you know it's a it's not just some you know knockoff website that has some random article on it, but a you know an established site that has a a real article about the most underrated, and it's got a picture of a giant you know of a of a German shepherd, what looks to be a German shepherd running across the pasture, and I got to reading it. And uh, it doesn't mention, it mentions a few categories of uh, the most underrated hunting dogs. And uh, German Shepherds, it just didn't come up. It didn't come up as one of the, <laughs> but it had the What picture. were they? And, and a backstory is Beefsteak has a German Shepherd and he's brought it out to the field. And uh, needless to say, I've had to scoot it out of the way with my leg before as it's jumped up and tried to bear hug me wait whoa 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 scoot you call not exactly kicking my dog dove hunting dog <sighs> hey right he did he retrieve did he mouth it and bring it back and drop I, it no he did you were there he did not i, I got pictures of it pick up a bird oh. <laughs> you, if you look at any of beef Dave's pictures you see that dog from five years ago with a dove in its mouth. I just and that's your shot. I took that just for you, Cody, as it was walking while well, he was walking back. I will have to prob- say probably probably because he doesn't get much practice. <laughs> it didn't got a lot he doesn't have a lot of birds to pick up. Oh so it's really not his my. fault. I'll give him that. You know, September first is not that far away. I and know. we gotta start thinking a little bit about in a month. Where are we going to be? Well, some of the most underrated, I thought some of these dogs were funny, though. Uh, the most underrated pointing and versatile dog, a Klein Munstenlander, which I don't I don't, <laughs> I don't even know what that oh, dog man, is. I always wanted a Klein Munstenlander. Where do you but get one you of those? But if you look at the picture of it, it looks exactly like a pointing dog. Like, I don't know that, that would be the most underrated dog, but some of these dogs are pretty funny. Uh, the most underrated retriever, you'll never guess. Uh, Labrador, Labradoodle, Close. Or a pu- poodle, a little poodle, right? A standard poodle yeah. is the most underrated retriever, and it has a photograph of this, like dolled up, trimmed with the poofy legs and the poofy head <laughs> and the little ball on the tail. Yes, like fully done up poodle running with a duck in its mouth. Oh, my gosh. Well, think about it. I mean, they were bred specifically, right, back when that was a big thing to, uh, what, fox or rabbit hunting. And uh, and they were, they were bred for that. And they had those characteristics. And I think it, if you've ever been around a poodle as much as I don't like how they look, you know, kind of a Frenchy, prissy, you know, that not a big standard dog they are very smart we had one growing up shed 
They don't shed. They're very smart. You could go tell them, if you worked with them, you could go tell them, hey, go to, and I'd name my sister's room, and he'd go up to my sister's room. Give me some chips. That would probably be next. (laughs) Make me a sandwich. (laughs) And, And so I think, I mean, I was reading about German Shepherds and where they came from, and it was a guy that wanted to, um, he saw a certain breed that did really, really well in Germany and was bigger, right? And so he started to use that one as the control and uh, made an official German Shepherd line that was bigger than what they were before and included the characteristics of a the bigger dog. And so basically he brings it back around to his dog when I'm mentioning poodle. So this whole, <laughs> I'm just kidding with you, but this whole, uh, this, what I thought was, and then it comes down to the very end of the article, what I thought was a German shepherd. And I was excited to read through this article and find these most underrated hunting. Dogs no, for if these. it was, if it said German shepherd dogs were in the top five underrated, we wouldn't be having this, com- this story. We would have never no, had this conversation. Never. It would have <laughs> never come up. No, I would have, I would have given him credit and wondered why he didn't train his dog that way for whatever. Uh, the, uh, oh, what about border man. collies? But the most underrated treeing dog is the one they have the photograph of, I believe, running yeah, that looks like a German Shepherd, but it's a Western Siberian Laika. Oh, like. a Laika. But I, I like thought it was that. still funny that it looks like a German Shepherd, one, and two, that its, its most underrated trait is that it trees animals, meaning it runs after them until they run up the tree and, you know, I mean, it's kind of like what your dog does. He runs after we, somebody until he, he either jumps on them or they climb up a tree to get away. You from could them. probably you could probably tell everybody your dog is a Leica. Western Siberia. Siberian. Yeah. Who's going to question that? They don't know. Just mm. say, and you probably don't even know anyway. You should give him I that think DNA twenty one. No, no, no. I I have to him. tell you a secret. I mean, one of the things Uh-oh. about uh hunting with the german shepherd is and this is where i started trying to figure out how different dog breeds were came about and that is there's only one difficulty with him he can if you if he hears the bird in a in a bush or in tall grass he will go he will go in and get it but there's a disconnect as it flies over and that something drops from the guy and there are dogs i've seen that watch that they know something has dropped from the sky they're watching it like as if you launch something and they're going to retrieve it and i think that's in the dna of the dog to be able yeah. to do that well and repetitive or, you know uh you know he's had lots of i mean if you did it enough if you hit enough of those doves he would have <laughs> Now we're back to that catch. Like <laughs> oh. he's just used to seeing him keep going. So he's like, well, I'm not going to keep an eye on that thing. Cause it just keeps flying and I'll never catch it. You know, a, a guy, uh, a guy sat next to on a plane. We started talking about this subject and I brought up the German shepherd and he, in marble falls, he trains dogs for, uh, for hunting and for birding. And he said that the way they used to do it to get them so they wouldn't mouth it or chew on it. 
is they used to take a sock and put uh, mesquite thorns in there. And that would keep them from biting down on the bird because they would go retrieve something and they knew if they bit too hard on it, it would hurt. Well, they said they had to stop doing that because some people were <laughs> complaining. So they used uh, some rubber balls that would uh, the water would break if they pushed if they grabbed it with their teeth too hard and they did not like that water exploding in their mouth and running out so they they go constantly and teach them that interesting hey hmm. tell us about uh, son auto and how your vehicle needs to be maintained <laughs> hey if you're going out on september 1st to uh to shoot with a with a German Shepherd grabbing all your dove from the uh, tall grass, then you want to go and visit Sun Automotive because everybody at some point needs a to have their vehicle repaired, and it can be hard to find a mechanic you can trust. We use our friends at Sun Automotive Service. Sun Automotive Service has been a family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. Each and every person at Sun Auto works hard to demonstrate that they take pride in what they do. And we want to be the place you bring your vehicle anytime it needs scheduled maintenance or repairs. You can follow them each week on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials at sunautoservice.com or just go by any of the locations at 405 West Slaughter Lane, 1300 Medical Parkway, Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown and Lakeway. At 1206 Ranch Road 620, visit them online at sunautoservice.com. Coming up next, we've got your favorite PETA report, plus your Armed Citizens report coming up. It's all that more. It's the Outdoor Zone Live in the Bunkhouse 24-7, 365, theoutdoorzone.com. This is T. Roy Bruce Orr, listening to the Outdoor Zone. Call me Redneck, White Trash, and Blue Collar. But I could change all, all right. that if I Welcome back, regulators of Rednecks. Welcome back to the Outdoor Zone. Live in the bunkhouse or 24-7, 365 on your favorite podcast platforms. This is your deer shooting, flounder gigging, dub blasting, hog dogging, bass catching, mountain climbing, fly fishing, four wheeling or drilling junkie outdoor zone radio show broadcast live from the bunkhouse on Sunday morning, seven to nine or 24, seven, three at your favorite on your favorite podcast platform. Oh, where is this? Where is this? What's up next? Uh, Nile Maxwell Supercenter with more Jeeps winning awards like the 2020 Kelly Blue Book Best Resale Value. Start making summer memories in a new Jeep today during the Make This Summer event at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. Unlike other dealerships, you won't find those added charges and market adjustments, addendums either. Just a great Nile Maxwell Supercenter price on the entire lineup of new Jeeps, Wranglers, Rubicons, Gladiators, Renegades, and the Jeep Compass. We're the number one volume sales leader in Central Texas, and nobody has more Jeeps than us with a larger inventory, more options than anyone else in town. 
Hey, they'll also walk you through the build it, buy it, and they'll deliver it to your driveway program they have over there at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. It is the place for Jeeps at Nile Maxwell Supercenter, now 620 and 183. Austin, see the savings online at nilemaxwellsupercenter.com. That's time for this week's Speeder Report. They are anti-hunting, anti-fishing, anti-meat, anti-you and your family's outdoor heritage. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's PETA Report, because we love animals too. They taste great. All right, our information and technology news specialist gathered something for us. The beef gathered together the top 10 reasons why people hate PETA. <laughs> and uh, we could go on and on on this topic. Um, but we just thought I, it was interesting. I was talking to a guy uh, a week or so ago, and he has a drive through wild game park. And basically what he's done, Cody and I talked about this, is he's taken um, like deformed or hurt animals, animals that most people would not want or are kind of rejected. And he's rehabbed them and put them on this piece of property with water and food and shelter. And uh, so they get rehabbed there. And, um, and then he put a driveway or a road through the property where you can go up and drive through the property and you can feed them and see them. And it's really a, it was a brilliant idea. And, uh, and he said that he's got some other buddies that do the same thing. And PETA is just ripping them apart. And he said, and it's really not this whole organization. He said, it's just one or two people that claim to be them that are on social media at media and they're just warriors against anything. And you see that a lot. You see these rogue uh, people who want to be somebody. And um, it's but, the one, it's the 0.01% that 99.99% of us have to, deal with listen to and 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 that corporations and other people just cowtown to i mean just they just bow down to them um so the top 10 things uh reasons why we just don't like PETA. um what are your thoughts they don't believe people should have pets number one number one i think that's forget number one it. yeah forget about it so people have to understand if they're supporting PETA or they're talking about the uh, what they're doing to protect wildlife or protect animals, you got to think about these. Um, you cannot have a pet. Don't. Yeah. They don't believe in pets. I think all they should all be running of your cats. All 27 of your cats <laughs> have to be running <laughs> wild and put yes. outside. Right. No litter boxes. Nope. They should be feral feral cats so i don't yep. i totally disagree we have hunting dogs that they man their their purpose in life and what they are feel when they're fulfilled in what they do is when they're out hunting like that when they're picking up or retrieving 
or doing something with their human. I'll tell you, even better, a 92-year-old grandmother who has a little lap dog that that is one of the main reasons why she's on this planet today alive because she has this pet or the little or the or the little kids in the hospital who get visits by the visiting uh, canine organization they bring in dogs and uh, kids get to meet the dogs and there's uh you know there's there's things like that the love of a pet holy cow my wife cried when she had to drop the dogs off at the place this week cried so because she was gonna spend the weekend with you without having (laughs) without having her support animal with her PETA is against (laughs) animal breeders so they want you to just if you're gonna have an animal go feral or go home they don't believe in using animal crates so when i tell my dog kennel and he goes into his quote unquote crate which he loves his space it's amazing when you have a kennel dog because the last two dogs i've had have both been what I call kennel dogs where they're kennel trained that that's their safe space. Yes. Mm -hmm. You'll leave the door open and they choose to lay in their kennel with the door open more times than laying anywhere else. Yeah. They got to have a spot of their own. Yeah. Yeah. They don't believe in zoos, but you've, you know, it's interesting. They'll go and protest all kinds of things, but you don't see them going to the major zoos. You know why? Because their donors and contributors <laughs> are all part of the zoological society or whatever those humane society, those other big donors, those big groups. You you don't you don't go chew your arm off the arm that feeds you they don't believe in managing feral cats there you go come on come on now yeah mm-hmm. that's There's a big the one they came, yeah in in austin i saw them i saw the uh, i told the story a couple of years ago they came got the uh trapped the feral cat herd it's, on our street it's called tnr Trap, took them, neuter, return, and then brought them back. Yep, TNR the number program. one, uh, the number one um, danger to a, a wild songbird population are feral cats, followed quickly by windmills. If they are turning. <laughs> yeah, if they're operating. When, if they're oiled. Well oiled. A wind turbine. Okay. runs campaigns that some feel go too far. Huh. People dislike PETA because they run campaigns that they feel go too far. Oh, you mean the naked ladies covered in fake blood? Or or the in letters front of the, the sidewalks? Yeah. In front of the elementary school? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
You, no. you think that's too far? No, the the people with the bloody uh uh pigs inflatable pig in front of the Walmart. Right. No. 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 Many of their campaigns are sexist. <laughs> did you Hello. did you read about one of their campaigns where they uh they the re- well, never, I'm not going to talk about Ben and Jerry's. I ice never cream. got past the pictures. You never. You only go. You only see the pictures, and then <laughs> the that's girl it. You in don't the read cage it. With the lettuce leaf or whatever. Oh uh, my gosh! Don't you know? Don't cage lettuce and lettuce out of here, or something. I don't know what it. I don't even know what the caption said. Using human milk. I was appalled. Uh, so. They are sexist. But no, they'll then, complain. Right? They'll complain. They'll tell you, hey, you know, everything else is fine. You do you. And uh, but they'll use pretty girls or whatever to to, to in their campaigns. OK, you know, there's one standard for that side. And then there's another standard for the other side. Here it said they used women in bikinis to hand out strawberries and dairy-free cream at Wimbledon in 2017. (laughs) Uh, Where does that even? They were handing out strawberries. Yeah, as a vegan (laughs) alternative. Well, it's a dairy-free and a dairy. Yeah, the dairy-free. And that's what they're trying to promote: is not hurting animals by using their milk. To create things like that, it just got real. And I and the big one, and the big one, TJ, is uh, they promote youth and you know the euthanism that um, euthanasia. Euthanasia. I'm sorry that uh, that they so goes against all other things we just talked about, but yet they know they have to manage the amount that they have and the the amount of feral. And the amount of what do they do when they get all of those animals dropped off and donated to them? Yeah, well, they euthanize them, and they've also have a history of kidnapping and euthanizing pets too. So, there's there uh, that sweet little puppy in the commercial for the Humane Society, where it's like, oh, just nineteen ninety five, we'll save this puppy. Is that that's a bunch of. Malarkey. All you're buying are the drugs to kill that puppy. And that's what you're doing. And, and really, for the last, not for the last one, because um, you talked about the kidnapping, is a uh, they lied about the sheep shearing incident, and so I believe they go too far. They use an image, but then they push it and exaggerate it to make their point, and they think that's okay, but they're really lying to people. Yeah, the whole thing's a hypocrisy, which is disgusting. I'll tell you what uh, is not, though. It's a program that I use with my family, and it's called Altrua Health Share. I support them uh, throughout the year in the bass fishing world. I uh, They're one of my sponsors. But not only that, my family is covered by Altrua Health Share. Finding affordable, top-quality health care options, it can be tricky for sportsmen or entrepreneurs or those who may be self-employed, but... Altrua Health Share is a 501c3 organization that's been sharing in medical needs for over 25 years. Altrua Health Share is not insurance. 
However, it offers a powerful alternative to traditional insurance and skyrocketing costs. Members contribute each month to a membership escrow. Eligible medical needs are then shared from that escrow account. And you can find out how much you can save. Just go visit our friends over there at myshare.org. You don't got to sign up. Just check out the programs they have and see if it fits for your family. Altrua HealthShare, where we care for one another. Okay, coming up next, Armed Citizen Report. We got a homeowner in San Antonio who's protecting themselves, and you'll want to hear the story. On the flip side, it's the Outdoor Zone 24 7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. This is Michael Waddell with The Bone Collector, and you're listening to TJ, Cody Ryan, and Beefsteak on the number one outdoor radio show, The Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back, regulators. Those guys in the bunkhouse here. Notice to antis and terrorists. Those bunkhouse boys are regulators. We don't give in to you anti-gun crowd, PETA terrorist, or the Taliban. It's how we roll here in the bunkhouse. Keep informed by riding the trail with us all week long at online at theoutdoorzone.com. Track us all at theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, sure, raw bar and grill can't miss it it's the hottest newest restaurant in austin texas they have live music every week today is sunday brunch breakfast brunch incredible brunch our friends over at the shore uh, are serving up regional coastal cuisine combining flavors from texas louisiana and mexico they have a really cool selection of oysters like none other pet friendly patio a nice patio where you can go sit out there and enjoy your brunch or dinner don't miss the fabulous desserts, including the spiced chocolate cake, tea li- key lime tartlet, lechettes, uh, summer cheesecake, house-made ice creams and sorbets. Uh, also, the wonderful homemade breads. Go visit our friends Jim Wahlberg and J- Rick Wahlberg and Jim Snyder over at Shore Raw Bar and Grill, Highway 71 West at Covered Bridge, just west of the Wyan Oak Hill, the Shore Raw Bar and Grill shoreatx.com for details shoreatx.com for details now it's time for your armed citizen report today legal firearm owners are protecting themselves and their families across the nation these acts of courage and valor are seldom reported throughout the liberal media the outdoor zone wants you to know the truth this is the armed citizens report for the week a homeowner in San Antonio defended himself and his property when an alleged intruder broke into his home on May 8th. The 50-year-old resident was alerted to an attempted break-in around 1.30 a.m. that early Sunday morning and armed himself. Encountering the intruder while he was still in the process of forcing his way in, the, in, the homeowner fired twice. twice. Both shots struck the intruder who then attempted to flee on foot down the road. Suffering from gunshot wounds to the elbow and thigh, the struck intruder was picked up shortly thereafter by emergency medical services. However, as he was being loaded in the ambulance, the man became enraged and then forced his escape out of the ambulance. Police were later able to track him down. Uh, And that's uh, via the KSAT San Antonio, Texas. Um, Yeah, it happens every day. 
people are protecting themselves and protecting others. Don't forget about the mall through the use of their privately owned firearms. And thank God for that. Hey, um, also super grateful that I got a banker that I can pick up the phone and call. If I got something going on and right now with the way the economy is, if you've got a mortgage or if you're trying to get a loan, if you're trying to do any banking at all, you want to be able to pick up the phone and talk to your banker. If you have a question or a need, well, we, we bank at Keystone bank experience the value of community banking where local matters come join the bank of choice for Austin community members, families, and entrepreneurs. Keystone bank founded by Jeff Wilkinson and his team right here in Austin, Texas, Texas by locals, just like you. That's why they're so invested in the community. When you bank at Keystone, you'll enjoy the local relationship based service that sets them apart. Banking at your fingertips anywhere, anytime to learn more or get started at Keystone, go visit one of the locations in Austin, 11,500 B caves road. That's West Austin, 500 Pressler. That's downtown Austin or 900 Hutchins Avenue in beautiful Ballinger, Texas, or just go to the website, go to the website, keystone.bank, keystone.bank for all the information. We were talking during the break about some legislation that's passed. You've probably heard, or if you've uh, been paying attention at all, that the House passed legislation this week that would um, what they call ban assault weapons for the first time since 2004. The irony that the thing that bothers me is, again, calling them assault weapons, right? I mean, you can call it an assault rock, an assault stick an assault vehicle um you know there's painted black our we call our you know our special forces an assault team right they go in and kill bad guys um but uh they've passed it in the house which means nothing until it goes through the senate and uh some of these items in here are just scary should they pass the senate which they are um it's projected that this bill will you know be shot down in the senate the house is using it as a you know as a a it's a political tool hey we passed it we we're doing what we we're doing what we're trying to you know as as uh as the left is is wanting to do is to disarm disarm folks and uh they're scrambling dude they've got to have some stuff coming up here in november to try and well, and that's, I believe, why, you know, it was passed is that they can say we passed it, but that's the reason we need to vote well, and for the Senate to flip the Senate over to the to the left. And, and then we can go ahead and get our assault ban through. Um, but it's uh, it's not looking good for the Senate. So the near future is not necessarily as big of a concern that it'll get passed and then passed on to the president. But we got to be careful because this is out there and there's enough people in the house currently that have sent this disgusting bill through that will limit magazines, how many bullets you can hold in your firearm. They're limiting obviously firearms, uh, a number semi-automatic. Of that yes. A lot of us even have in our gun safes. And, uh, it's, uh, I mean the most worrisome part of it, 
to me, you read through it and you're like, oh, semi-automatic handguns, but it's it's against, it would be against the law to even own them. Not just buying them. There's no possible way that will ever be enforced. I can't. I, I every guy I know that I do any life with, even the smallest amount, is not going to run down to the local precinct and drop off all their no. semi-automatic twenty two. That's not what we're worried about. We talked about. AI. We're worried about the. Go ahead. Criminalizes us. It turns. It turns me. You legal firearm runners. The legal law-abiding citizens of the United States of America, <clears throat> the Second Amendment holding citizens of this United States of America, criminalizes us uh, for such things as um, sale, transfer, possession, importation of semi-automatic firearms, large-capacity ammunition, feeding devices, which means a clip, into your AR that holds more than this number. What's this magic number of bullets I can now hold in my firearm. That doesn't matter if it's a pistol, uh, an AR, uh, I mean, there's wooden stock, uh, rifles out there that are wooden stock rifles that have the exact same capabilities as an AR with a plastic stock that now the because of the plastic stock guns having an image that the left is trying to display as bad these wooden stock firearms that do the exact same thing are now also criminalized and so it turns law-abiding citizens into criminals is what it does it will turn me into a criminal i've never done anything to be a criminal now tj you're right i don't think anybody's gonna go and take their guns and put them down what i worry about is like the uh my neighbor that used to live across the street from me and we used to have um uh you know um second amendment conversations (laughs) and he thought i had too many guns he told my neighbor my other neighbor he has too many look at the gun safe look too much I'm afraid that he will call someone on me. Red flag you. Yeah, to report me. Yeah, this guy is angry. Take all your guns. The sheriff shows up at four o'clock in the morning with the mini SWAT team. They take all your firearms and ammunition, and then you have to prove back that you're safe. Hey, did you see? So then again, it not only criminalizes (laughs) that's communism. Right there. It criminalizes you, but it also and goes against our Second Amendment Constitution. But it also it. Yeah, it it, you're guilty until you can prove that you're innocent. Hey, by the way, heard your entire life about the United States of America. You're innocent until proven guilty. And it reverses the entire mentality of our judicial system works. So it hits on every level of our judicial system, uh, threatens our democracy, threatens our constitution. It's disgusting what something like this could do to our country. Well, if you want, go out and look at there's a video uh, that was caught on a ring camera 
of a guy who bought multiple firearms at one time, and ATF came and asked him questions about where they are. He, they, they wanted him to produce both of them. He said, they're locked away in my gun safe. You're not going to see them. They him. all fell off my boat. <laughs> uh, hey, if you're looking for that perfect truck or SUV and you can't find it, let the professionals at Nile Maxwell GMC have one built for you. I know buddies that are doing this right now. Uh, just because it's not in stock doesn't mean you have to settle for less. Our team at Nile Maxwell GMC will sit down with you and build the exact vehicle that suits your needs. Needs. Here's how simple it is. Walk right in, sit down with one of our professional-grade GMC experts, build the exact truck you want, and then you'll receive their pre-order discount. It's awesome. You can go visit our friends at professional-grade experts who will take first-class care of you. They believe the delivery of your vehicle is just the relation, beginning of the relationship, not the end. Niall Maxwell GMC. Exit 256 in Round Rock. Or check them out online, NiallMaxwellGMC.com. See dealer for details because we are professional grade. All right, we'll wrap this whole thing up on the flip side with a little dirt talk. You get it only one place. It's the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse 24-7, 365. Or catch us at TheOutdoorZone.com. Com. This is MLS Pro Brent Chapman. You're listening to the best outdoor show on God's green earth, The Outdoor Zone with TJ, Cody Ryan, and Beefsteak. All right. Welcome back, Regulators. It's the Outdoor Zone in a bunkhouse. Hey, don't forget, track us at theoutdoorzone.com. Share this podcast with all your friends. Uh, love to hear from you. You can go to theoutdoorzone.com and contact us or go to our Facebook page, The Outdoor Zone, and get in touch with us there. Hey, farmranchstore.com, we, we love dirt. We love everything about it. We love working on it. We love owning it. And uh, But one of the things you got to do is take care of it. And every piece of property's got a gate. It's got some fencing. It's got uh, just things around the farm that you need. Maybe implements for a tractor. And you got to have a place where you can get them. And we trust our buddies over at farmranchstore.com. Farmranchstore.com. They carry only the top level manufacturers products prefert powder river ww manufacturers all trusted names in the industry they also have the boar buster hog traps and you can go there and watch the video go to farmranchstore.com and click on hog traps and watch the video it's really good boar buster hog traps number one hog trap in the country um farmranchstore.com farmranchstore.com that's where we go to get our gear for the ranch that's where the landowner goes to get their work done a few days before he turned 80 he was sitting out back in a rock he said what you been up to lately i told him chasing a dollar and in between sips of coffee he poured this wisdom out Said if you want my two cents I'm making a dollar count Buy dirt, dirt Find the one you can't live without Get a I love that song, Buy Dirt Dirt Talk brought to you by our friends Jill and Ann 
over at buybassdropproperty.com. Their passion for small town and country living makes them uniquely suited for helping you find the perfect place away from the big city. And if you need to sell the place in the big city, they'll help you that with that too. Jill loves getting to know their clients and is relentless in her efforts in finding the perfect place. Ann's business law and paralegal background assures you all of the real estate puzzle pieces fit. Nothing makes them happier than a happy client. BuyBassDropProperty.com. BuyBassDropProperty.com and you better together. So on uh, one of the things going on this week, of course, a lot of places around the country are experiencing, some are experiencing an overabundance of water in some places <laughs> like in central Texas, where we are experiencing uh, pretty serious drought conditions. Uh, you can see that across the West uh, coast, across the Western United States, a lot of drought happening. Um, and we're starting to get some reports. I'm starting to hear about some people, Cody, you were telling me about it. Some people whose wells are drying up and, uh, and so I'm, I, when you have a well on your property, you have to understand water differently than if you just have that faucet that you just turn and water comes out and it magically comes out until you don't want it to come out anymore. And then you close it. And then, uh, I mean, it's a, a flush in your toilet and all that goes with a septic tank in the back of the farmhouse is a little bit different than uh, what you have in the city. Now, I wouldn't change it, and I wouldn't want to be a Debbie Downer on this. I, I, I'm I, the water that we get out of our well is groundwater. That's that's some good water. You can get some really nice water out of the ground. Well, uh, that's in in in. But I think what the the point is is that there are tables of water right at different levels and these are pools of water basically underground and different people are pulling off that same water source now where i live i have quote unquote county water but all of our county water is derived again from wells that are then put in big tanks that are uh, sent out so it's basically the exact same thing except for we have a little bit larger storage area but all of the, these different ranches and areas around us are all pulling off the same water table and then this well system and you i remember growing up where paying attention to the water you're using was a big deal when we lived in the city they were talking about you know, when you brush your teeth, don't just leave the water running when you brush your teeth. And they had a big um, campaign, I guess, marketing campaign about conserving water and save the fish, conserve the water. Right. Well, and, and they, they did that, that was whole when thing, I was growing up. Swap in the your city. toilet out thing. Swap yeah, your toilet out for low, low flush. flush. Yeah, low flow. Everything low flush. <clears throat> needed to be 1.6. Uh, hey, if you want to see a really interesting battle about water, Go look at Tlingua and the guy who put in um, five golf courses in that area and was going to make it a like a golf heaven for people 
like Tiger Woods to come in or people from California, from Hollywood to come in and play these courses out in the middle of the desert and and go look at the lawsuit that was created by all the ranchers because there was so much water sucked off the table on the aquifer under around in that area that I don't know I don't know what the percentage was but a huge amount of ranchers it went below where their wells were dug you know as they dropped in there it dropped like 14 feet and they had to go back and pull that and redrill or I guess extend what they were doing for uh, for water in order to get water out because they used so much it dropped the whole table so that was an interesting thing where it led back to someone that was doing something that was a misuse we believe and overusing, and it affected everybody well you could say that about las vegas you know the green city in the middle of the desert that was never <laughs> designed to use the kind of water las vegas uses and that and they so they built the hoover dam and the reservoirs and you know lake powell and all that stuff which is basically down to next to nothing you know i mean but you see you see this though how many times have we seen in central texas the lakes are almost dry and then you know over two weeks the rain comes and they're full again and nobody talks about water conservation but on a piece of land if you own a piece of land and you have a water source that water source you become if you're paying attention you're acutely aware of where your resources are coming from like water one of the things that we found out about our place which was super exciting was that our well is twice as deep as everybody else's around us the people that put our well in put it in re put really deep well in which is good i mean it's not good if you got to replace it and pay to pull that extra 300 feet but it's nice to have it there and to have it you know a a deep water source but you know my pump goes out something like that my water's done i don't have water it's different than having what seems like an endless supply coming out of your faucet in your kitchen when you live in the city so and so and so jill and ann over at buybastropproperty.com make sure you have a conversation with them when you're looking at your piece of dirt to know about your water source and if you need help with your well they can give you you know uh recommendations on here talk to this guy he's my well guy he helps us with our well see ya tj what do you got dirt hey uh i've been watching this mini series on really interesting on john adams you know one of the founding fathers right you would love him by the way and something he said on what I was watching last night is they were trying to pick who was going to lead the army. The Continental Congress was trying to figure it out. And his statement was this about uh, when they're picking General or Washington. If your actions inspire others to dream more, learn more, do more, or become more, you are a leader. All right. I like it. All right. I like I'll- it. That one passes the test. Psalms 145, 18. 
The Lord is close to everyone who calls out to him, to all who call out to him sincerely. Live it, love it, learn it. I'm Cody Ryan. Same place, same time next week. Man, folks, I was Cody and I were listening to on our trip this week. We we're listening to a podcast, Meat Eater podcast, and they had a guy on there. What was the chef's name, Cody? Uh, not Andrew Bourdain, but the other guy. Um, yes, uh, that guy. Anyway, the incredible podcast, and he was talking about how the outdoors is the only place you experience certain spiritual encounters encounters with god and what it does and so we want to encourage you get the kids off the couches we get them away from the videos and the tv and all that stuff take them for a walk in the park show them the birds and trees heck take them hunting take them fishing we don't care what it is as long as you get them into the great outdoor zone if you want to start a hunting and fishing ministry in your church go to kidsoutdoorzone.com if you want to get a kid involved in the outdoors go to kidsoutdoorzone.com if you want to donate with no kid left inside as our motto go to kidsoutdoorzone.com and you can donate cars boats trucks or cash support kidsoutdoorzone.com that's it for us this week folks hey we want to tell you thank you god bless we're all headed to church or home or somewhere finally home but uh guys find yourself a good bible-based church in your community and get your family over there we appreciate you for being listen uh listeners uh, being our uh regulators and uh that's it for us this week from myself tj cody beefsteak and uh, tie wire god bless and regulators let's mount up North California and South Alabama and little towns all around this land. We can skin a buck and run a truck line and a country boy can survive. Country folks can survive.